Well, hello there, Dr. Brian McKay, not just a chiropractor, Stanford, Darien, and Norwalk and Canaan, the worst name for a podcast ever. But if you live in Stanford, Darien, Norwalk and Canaan, and you need someone who's just not just a chiropractor, then perhaps it's not that bad. Well, I'm asking you to put up with it for my sake. All right. Frozen shoulder. Let's go over the questions for frozen shoulder. What is the main cause of frozen shoulder? Well, you know, of course I get these questions. Is there a food that causes frozen shoulder? No. Is frozen shoulder related to stress? Physical stress, yes. And that's kind of it. So the main cause of frozen shoulder could be a trauma. Um, more of a, of a chronic nature, something that didn't get healed. You could have an irritated nerve root in the cervical spine. And basically, I mean, C5, C6 nerve goes to just about every nerve and every every muscle in the shoulder. So if you have some a trauma to C5, C6, yeah, I think you can really have a uh, an issue there. So if there's an irritation of that nerve root, it's pretty possible to have a frozen shoulder because the nerves are not getting um, the stimulation that's being blocked with the C5, C6 IVF. All right, so that's one thing. Fastest way to get rid of a frozen shoulder is to, well, call me, 203-656-3636. Now, that's pretty self-serving, but you know, I, had, I had to throw that one in there. But the fastest way to get rid of a frozen shoulder is you know, people that think like a cream, a CBD doesn't really work. I mean, what it comes down to is you gotta you gotta nail the muscles that are involved and identifying those muscles the first thing. So you gotta make sure who's ever you know, who's ever treating you is gonna do a really solid um, you know, go through all the different muscles. I mean, let's go let's think about it. You got the supraspinatus, infraspinatus, teres major, teres minor, you have the subscapularis, you have all three heads of the deltoid, the triceps, and he also too the shoulder pain. You got to check the the, uh, the pectoral muscles. I mean, the, those you know, these three heads of the pectoral muscles that insert insert onto the shoulder. So you probably got to pay attention to that as well. So, but the fastest way I think to get rid of it is identify the muscle groups, and primarily we're going to see the supraspinatus, the middle deltoid, subscapularis, and lat. And you got to determine if those muscles are weak or short. Now, this, I'm talking about the fastest way and the majority of the time. There's always going to be exceptions to the rule, but this is something that I think you would benefit from is the, is the proper exam. I mean, it, it, like some, okay, I also use shockwave therapy. It's a great way for making muscles, uh, adhesions go away because if a muscle's not getting the right intervention, right, it, what, what tends to happen is you get these adhesions. And adhesions are really painful things. And what I refer to an adhesion is, think about a grape and a raisin. Kind of the same, just a little bit different. You know, one's dried out and one's not. Well, if the muscle's supposed to be like a grape and it's acting like a raisin, what has to happen is you got to get, you, you got to infuse fluid into the thing, obviously. But if the tissue is so dehydrated, there's ways to break up those adhesions. And we, we use it, you know, shockwave therapy. And everybody's calling it different things like wave therapy, but it's, it's a pneumatic machine. Um, it's been used in orthopedic now for several years. Um, I'm a big fan of it myself as any soft tissue injury because you can get, you can stimulate blood flow. So that blood flow will help rehydrate 
the grape or the raisin into the grape. Um, it also stimulates nerve flow as well, but it breaks up the adhesions in the, in the fascia, which is the covering on the muscle. So again, we got to hit the lat, supraspinatus, middle deltoid, and the subscapulars. Those are the primary drivers. And when you get out of balance, you have one muscle overworking and there's a, there's a big balance. The shoulder is really held in there with, you know, a couple of ligaments and all these muscles. And it's kind of a, it, it's, it's pretty important to get the good exam. The good exam is really important. I mean, people just take an MRI of your shoulder and, this, and the guy looks like, well, I can't find anything. He had to go do physical therapy. You're not going to really be served as well. I mean, it really comes down to a solid, um, a solid, a good exam. So as it should always, but when you use, when you identify a short or weak muscle, then you have to fix them. Okay. And it's, it's a, so what we're doing is we're working with a thing called Golgi tendon organs or tendon, and we'll look at muscle spindle cells or muscle. But the important thing to know is that how these things affect the brain, the, the pattern in the brain, because if you're not sending the proper signals, okay, the signal, say, from the muscle, muscle spindle cell, let's say it's a supraspinatus, aberrant signals are going up, so they're not getting to your brain properly. They have to go to the spinal cord, they synapse, and actually when these things are firing properly, um, muscle spindle cells and the Golgi tendon organs, they, they actually inhibit pain. When you're having pain, they're not, they're not being stimulated. So it's a way of like, duh, you have a problem here. And, and Advil's just not going to fix it. I can tell you that much. You can rub all creams and, like I said, CBD and uh, icy hot on it. It's not going to do jack for it. But if we can fix those muscle spindle cells and reopen up the signaling, the afferent signaling to the spinal cord, which then goes up to up to the cerebellum and then up to the opposite side of your brain, you can get a better, better, faster healing. So fast way to heal it is one, get a good examination, solid examination. MRI is not solid enough of an exam. It's not a bad thing to have, but it's also, it's going to tell you if you have tears. That's what you're looking for. Because if it's a tear, then maybe you can't fix it. And it is a surgical resolution. But if you can identify the muscles with a good exam, you use shockwave therapy to break up the adhesions, and then you also identify which muscles are short and weak and correct that, you're going to see a faster healing response. And that's basically what we do here at Core Health. So, yeah, it's a shameless plug for what we do. But frozen shoulders, you know, it's, it's a thing most people don't know how to really treat. I mean, you can go in and get a cortisone injection. Not. It doesn't. Uh, it, it's just not. You know, it doesn't work. I mean, cortisone is the answer. Well, it's going to take out some of the swelling. It's not going to get you to move your arm better. It's going to take out some of the swelling, but usually it's short-lived, especially, if, again, if you have irritation of the nerve root, C5, C6 nerve root. Um, does a frozen shoulder ever go back to normal? Yeah, it does. It can. But sometimes it lasts a long time if you just do regular physical therapy. You know, and I'm not saying chiropractors alone. There's good physical therapists out there who can make a big difference. Can you stop a frozen shoulder from getting worse? It's one of the other questions we just got. Well... You can if you identify it and hit it sooner rather than later. The longer you let it go, the more the muscles, the balance between agonistic and antagonistic muscle groups is going to be in play there. You know, here's a, here's a, this is actually, you know, what treatment's best for frozen shoulder. Is it okay to massage a frozen shoulder? Yeah. Yeah, it's okay. You know, it'll feel good. Um, should have a mobility. I mean, massage isn't going to really be bad for anything. So it's okay to massage 
Hell yeah. It's okay to get a massage any day of the week. What should you avoid with frozen shoulder? That's a good question. Um, I would say golf, tennis, racket sports. Um, probably, you know, there's a lot of exercise that really use the shoulder. You know, and again, look at this. Somebody stuck this other question. Can stress cause frozen shoulder? A physical stress, yeah. Mental stress, mental stress for frozen shoulder. I'm gonna go with a big no. You know, here's another one. Does frozen shoulder ever go away? Yeah, it does. It does. It doesn't just mysteriously go away on its own. You'd be surprised at how long people can think they can survive with it. Um, is heat better for frozen shoulder? I would say yeah, because anytime you have a chronic condition, heat's going to be the, uh, you know. It brings blood flow to the area, so anytime it brings blood flow. But now, the shockwave therapy also stimulates blood flow, like on a hyper level. So I would definitely think you might want to consider, um, you know, treating it with that, at that with that particular way of going, you know, to put the shockwave. But heat as well is is very good. You know, the thing too, you, you know what? I should I should backtrack. Laser, uh, near and far infrared light therapy would be another another strong player here i could see that being a very good thing too because the uh, the light therapy can has vasodilation which again opens up blood vessels you want the blood vessels open you know again get hydration and, and get the again we're going from a raisin to back to a grape um what are the four stages of frozen shoulder i guess pain uh poor sleeping because when you turn at night um lack of exercise crankiness so the exact four stages, I can't answer that one. Okay. Um, I keep saying this one is it's about stress. No, it is not a stressful situation. I gotta I gotta limit my questions, but I keep getting the same one. Well, X-rays show frozen shoulder. That's a good question. Not necessarily, because it, it's more of a soft tissue injury. Uh, either, again, due to the weakness or shortening of certain muscles. And here's a, this is a valid question here. What is a natural remedy for frozen shoulder? I don't really know if there is one. I mean, um, again, people think CBD is natural, and, and it's, 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 you know, is there a natural remedy? I, I don't think so. I mean, there's some stretching you can do at home, but if you don't balance out those muscles, because you have to understand there's a relationship in the shoulder with, agonistic and antagonistic muscle groups. Um, it's very easy for people to understand a bicep-tricep relationship. If your bicep's contracted, the triceps relax. The triceps contracted, the biceps relax. Well, this exists with the different muscles in the shoulder. That's probably a much longer topic for another day. You know, and here's a, well, what foods should you avoid with frozen shoulder? Um, I guess you should just avoid the standard American diet, which is going to kill you anyhow, the way it is these days with processed food, you know, the, the bad fats that it has in it, the sugar, the white flour. So, so, so again, I don't think food's going to kill you when you have a frozen shoulder, but the food can kill you regardless as far as it relates to your overall lifestyle. Well, here's the question is, frozen shoulder, can it be helped? Yes. We've been doing a damn good job of helping at Core Health for a number of years. Um, oh, wait a second. I do have 
I did I did skip a part here, and this is an interesting thing. Blood flow restriction. Blood flow restriction is a very good way to get again get that blood flow. You want okay. Once you fix the muscle, right? I mean, Phygenics is a great way to identify whether or not you have muscle short and weak. Shockwave is a great way to break the adhesions. Um, but if you do blood flow restrictions where you would actually put a restrictive elastic band at the axilla, you know, the armpit, and you would do certain exercises. And, you, and here's the thing is, you only do about 40% of your max. So it's just theoretically, say you could curl 100 pounds, but you would only do 40 pounds. And you would do 30 reps, 15 seconds off, 15 reps, 15 seconds, 15, 15, 15, 15. So all in all, you're doing 65, right? 45 and 30, no, 70, 30, 75 reps at a lower, you know, much lower rate. What happens is that that deficit of the blood that causes when you when you stop doing the exercise, it, it, it engorges the muscles. So you're really getting a big blood flow in, which is going to heal. I mean, the blood is what heals everything, basically. It brings the nutrients. It brings uh, the warmth, the healing, you know, everything you need for it to heal past the, when, you, when you release the physical limitations from the short muscles and the weak muscles. It's a really powerful way and a much faster way because a bad frozen shoulder can last for, I mean, you can have a frozen shoulder for years. I mean, some people just learn to love where they can move their shoulders somewhat. And okay, that keeps them happy. Well, they're not calling me to fix it. All right, so listen, frozen shoulder can be helped. Main cause, you know, usually some kind of impingement. You know, the fastest way to get rid of frozen shoulder, 203-656-3636. What's the best treatment for frozen shoulder? Well, first thing is a good exam. Number two, shockwave therapy. Uh, again, this is just harped on blood flow restriction, but also trigenics to balance out those weak and short muscles. All right, Dr. Brian McKay, not just a chiropractor, Stanford, Darian, Norwalk, and Canaan. Uh, if you got any questions, again, 203-656-3636. Listen, thanks for listening. I hope you found it to be informative. And if you have any topics you'd like me to discuss, send it over to me. All right, thanks. Bye, and have a great day.